You're listening to the best of Just Jenny on Sirius XM Stars. Okay, did I get him? Okay, now I did. Dr. Drew? Can you hear me? Can you hear I me? can hear you. Yes. So Dr. Drew is with me. Of course, you can follow him online everywhere at Dr. Drew. And uh, you're still doing your radio show, your podcast, which I, I love that you always say when you're recording something so people can call in and talk to you. I, I do. And just anything, just check out drdrew.com or follow me on Twitter and you'll find my stuff. But, but listen, Jenny, yeah. I don't know anything about what's happening. Fill me in. What, what's, okay. what's come to light here? So what's come to light is that Ben Affleck just announced that he's been in rehab for just two weeks and, uh, and now he's out, that he completed a two-week course of treatment. And uh, that's, that's what I'm reading. Could two weeks be long yeah. enough for, for, uh, for alcohol treatment? Well, uh, again, it, it's hard to know what – it depends what his history is and what kind of aftercare plan he has. I, I mean – Really, the inpatient part is to manage the medical issues, get psychiatric stabilization, get treatment underway. But if he's actively participating in an outpatient program and he's able to structure his life and he isn't, uh, you know, super impulsive, I mean, that's a, that's a reasonable thing. And, and you don't know. I mean, has he been in treatment before? You know, what, what, what has his history been with addiction? Right. Does he talk about that at all? Yeah, well, allegedly he went to Promises in Malibu in 2001 for alcohol okay. abuse. And and it's saying that he went uh, to rehab after the Oscars, which were just two weeks ago, this time around, and now he's out. So I guess my question for you, Dr. Drew, because you've dealt with, so you're an addiction specialist, and this is sort of your, this is your thing. Uh, are there different types and courses of treatments beyond the 28-day stint or the 12-step oh, oh, program uh, uh, that what, work? Yes, the 28-day, the notion of 28-day is essentially gone. Uh, that, that really is, there's no one-size-fits-all. You know, if somebody comes in with a chronic opiate addiction, I might recommend one or two years of treatment. But if somebody has uh, you know, alcoholism, has previously been in recovery, they're very insightful, they're willing to follow up, there are no medical issues, they're psychiatrically stable, I might send that person home in three days. It's hard huh. to say. Uh, it really, wow. You've got to remember, on average, so some of the recent data shows just to get one year of abstinence from alcohol, it takes, on average, four treatments, on average. And wow. so this idea that you know people can just take one course of treatment and magically be well is that's insane. It just doesn't work like that. And it's it's a it's a time-consuming, difficult process. And there are many different sort of evidence-based ways to intervene these days. There's cognitive behavioral therapies. There's motivational therapies. There's some chemical. There's there are medications now that can be helpful as well. Ultimately, though, when it comes to sustained abstinence and returning to a fully flourishing life. 12-step is key. 12-step participation is still the cornerstone. Now, if you're going to be chronically ill and just sort of okay, there are other ways to do it. But if you're going to be really restored to full, full functioning, 12-step is still at the cornerstone. And what about this idea of people who say they could drink a little bit, that they just they have to just temper yeah. how much? Is that is that a real right. thing or is that just addiction speaking? It, it, well, it's, it's a real thing. There's actually people that run moderation management programs, but you're, you're not going you're, you're, you're to remain chronically ill. I mean, let's face it. I mean, how, you know, what's it, it depends what people's goals are. I mean, I, I'm not interested in treating people that aren't interested in getting well. If somebody's right. interested in just sort of getting it together and being chronically ill, 
I, I'm, there are people that will work with that person. I'm not interested. Uh, and that's fine. You know, I can't force anybody to do anything. They, we all have to of make course. our own choices. But, but usually, it, it, and it depends, too, how far along in their alcoholism they are. You know, if you're, if you're well along and you've really thrown that switch where you've lost control, well, then returning to moderation is not a very realistic goal. If, on the other hand, you've had a few consequences, you've got a DUI, whatever, you're you know, able to go long periods abstinent, well, somebody might be willing to let that person kind of figure it out for themselves. And, by the way, when it comes to alcoholics and addicts, they, they don't listen to other people. They have to prove right. it to themselves. So Interesting. So learn yeah. not to, you know. Yeah, they, they always have to try it their way. And that's why it takes four treatments to get a year of sobriety. Right. That makes sense. But do you find that it's probably or is it not? Is it a positive thing that at least it looks like Ben Affleck chose himself to check himself in, even though it was just for two weeks, uh, rather than some no, sort of not, great event? Yeah. Now, well, we don't know what happened, but not only that, he's talking about it. Matter of factly, yeah. God bless him. He did just like if he said he went in and got in his appendix out. I mean, that's absolutely how people should approach this. It was like, hey, I'm getting care and I'm moving on. I'm going to go make some movies or whatever. Whatever it is, right. it's just part of his part of his medical management. And uh, he had a crisis, a slip, whatever. And uh, he's talking about it. Good for him. I, you know, there's no better way to reduce stigma and shame than to have this have medical treatment of addiction take its place alongside other medical treatments. Right. Which, by the way, to your credit, you uh, survived prostate cancer. You went through your treatment while on TV, lying down in the commercial breaks to get your strength back. I know this for a fact. I remember this. And then you, of course, spoke out about it in in sort of the same same concept that there's no reason to uh, to have stigma attached to to any disease, any cancer, any anything. So how are you feeling? I'm doing great, especially the way men are with their prostate. They're afraid to get it checked. They're afraid to get treatment, and it, it's ridiculous. And by and by, the, you know, as a physician, my thing is, oh my God, there's so many much more devastating things to get. I'll take this one any day. Yeah, so. yeah, and I'm glad you're doing well. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, no. So we'll keep our eye on Ben. I, yes. I, I, I have full, you know, my heart goes out to him. I'm so glad to hear him just speaking, speaking out, letting people know he's working hard, and let's see where it goes. You know, good for him. Yeah, well, and thank you so much for calling in because the minute the story broke, I was like, I can't talk about it without Dr. Drew. I was like, how could I? I, I can't do that. So uh, thank you, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Online everywhere, at Dr. Drew. You are terrific. I adore you. Talk to you later. Thank you. You're listening to the best of Just Jenny on Sirius XM Stars.